Welcome back, everyone, to the Men on a Mission podcast. I'm your host, Brad Richard, and shortly we will be starting our next episode. We will be providing you tools, resources, and information that you can use to make your life just a little bit better. But before we do that, let's honor our country, and then we'll begin the podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to the Men on a Mission podcast. I'm your host, Brad Richard, and today it is episode 81. It is January 15th. Happy New Year. Happy 2024. And today we observe the birthday of Martin Luther King. One of my favorite speeches by Martin Luther King is the three dimensions of a complete life recorded April 9th of 1967, 42 years ago. In this excerpt from that speech, I want to play it for you so you can listen to the wise words of Dr. Uh, Dr. King and put together or, or see the connection, uh, see the connection on what he is saying and how it really connects to mental health and that's what we're about here it's all about mental health mental health mental health Uh, the number one issue our country faces is indeed mental health in my opinion so I want to um, let you hear his words not mine and this is an excerpt from uh, that speech done in 1967 Uh, In honor of uh, Dr. King's birthday uh, today, January 15th, I would like you to listen to his words and see if they resonate and see if you see a connection when it comes to our mental health or the mental health of people we care about. So let's uh, listen to Dr. King and I'll be back with uh, some closing uh, statements uh, right after we hear this uh, amazing speech. A great Jewish rabbi, the late Joshua Liebman, wrote a book some years ago entitled Peace of Mind. And he has a chapter in that book entitled Love Thyself Properly. And what he says in that chapter in substance is that before you can love other selves adequately, you've got to love your own self properly. You know, a lot of people don't love themselves. 
They go through life with deep and haunting emotional conflict. So the length of life means that you must love yourself. And you know what loving yourself also means? It means that you've got to accept yourself. So many people are busy trying to be somebody else. God gave all of us something and something significant, and, and we must pray every day, asking God to help us to accept ourselves. That means everything. I remember when I was in college, I majored in sociology, and all sociology majors had to take a course that was required called statistics. And statistics can be very complicated. You've got to have a mathematical mind, a real knowledge of geometry, and you've got to know how to find the mean, the mode, and the medium. I never will forget I took this course, and I had a fellow classmate who could just work that stuff out, you know, and he could uh, do his homework in about an hour. We would often go to the lab or the workshop, and he would just work it out in about an hour, and it was over for him. And I was trying to do what he was doing. I was trying to do mine in an hour. And the more I tried to do it in an hour, the more I was flunking out in the course. And I had to come to a very hard conclusion. I had to sit down and say, now, Martin Luther King, Leif Kane has a better mind than you. Sometimes you have to acknowledge that. And I had to say to myself, now, he may be able to do it in an hour. It takes me two or three hours to do it. I was not willing to accept myself. I was not willing to accept my tools and my limitations. But you know in life we are called upon to do this. A Ford car trying to be a Cadillac is absurd, but if a Ford will accept itself as a Ford, it can do many things that a Cadillac could never do. It can get in parking spaces that a Cadillac can never get in. And in life, some of us are Fords and some of us are Cadillacs. Moses says in green pastures, Lord, I ain't much, but I's all I got. The principle of self-acceptance. It's a basic principle in life. Now, the other thing about the length of life, that's accepting ourselves and our tools. We must discover what we are called to do. And once we discover it, we should set out to do it with all of the strength and all of the power that we have in our system. After we've discovered what God called us to do, after we've discovered our life's work, we should set out to do that work so well that the living, the dead, or the unborn couldn't do it any better. 
Now, this does not mean that everybody will do the so-called big recognized things of life. Very few people will rise to the heights of genius and the arts and the sciences. Very few collectively will rise to certain professions. Most of us will have to be content to work in the fields and in the factories and in on the streets, but we must see the dignity of all labor. When I was in Montgomery, Alabama, I went to a shoe shop quite often, known as the Gordon Shoe Shop, and there was a fella in there that used to shine my shoes, and it was just an experience to witness this fellow shining my shoes. He would get that rag, you know, and he could bring music out of it. And I said to myself, this fellow has a Ph.D. in shoe shining. <laughs> what I'm saying to you this morning, my friend, even if it falls your lot to be a street sweeper, Going out in sweep streets like Michelangelo painted pictures. Sweep streets like Handel and Beethoven composed music. Sweep streets like Shakespeare wrote poetry. Sweep streets so well that all the hosts of heaven and earth will have to pause and say, Here lives a great street sweeper who swept his job well. If you can't be a pine on the top of the hill, be a scrub in the valley, but be the best little scrub on the side of the reel. Be a bush if you can't be a tree. If you can't be a highway, just be a trail. If you can't be the sun, be a star. It isn't by size that you win or you fail. Be the best of whatever you are. And when you do this, when you do this, you've mastered the length of life. This onward push to the end of self-fulfillment is the end of a person's life. Now, don't stop here, though. You know, a lot of people get no further in life than the length. They, they develop their inner powers. They do their jobs well. You know, they try to live as if nobody else lives in the world but themselves. And they use everybody as mere tools to get to where they are going. They don't love anybody but themselves. And the only kind of love that they really have for other people is utilitarian love. You know, they just love people that they can use. A lot of people never get beyond the first dimension of life. They use other people as mere steps to which or by which they can climb to their goals and their ambitions. These people don't work out well in life. They may go for a while. They may think they're making it all right. But there is a law. They call it the law of gravitation in the physical universe. And it works. It's final. It's inexorable. Whatever goes up can come down. You shall reap what you sow. God has structured this universe that way. And he who goes through life not concerned about others, 
will be a subject victim of this law. So I move on and say that it is necessary to add breath to length. Now, the breath of life is the outward concern for the welfare of others, as I say. And a man has not begun to live until he can rise above the narrow confines of his own individual concerns to the broader concerns of all humanity. And there you go. That is an amazing speech by Dr. King. I wanted to share that with you uh, to celebrate uh, his birthday, as well as I just love that speech. I love the message. It's only an excerpt. The speech is quite a bit longer. So I hope you enjoyed that. But when you listen to the words and you listen to the message of that speech uh, from Dr. King, it really, uh, it resonated with me and it really connected uh, to the issue of mental health and how important it is for us to be strong in our in our beliefs um it, it talks about accepting ourselves if you are a ford car be a ford car be the best ford there is if you are a cadillac be the best cadillac and to be the best you you can be accepting ourselves and not wanting to be something other than who we are is so very important it resonated with me when i look around at people wanting to change who they are wanting to pretend that they're somebody they're not uh, wanting to be different wanting to be a different gender wanting to change who we are without accepting who we are and, and wanting to take a easier or a perceived route that is easier to be someone different. And in, in those words from Dr. King that were recorded 42 plus years ago, all the way back in 1967, those words are true today in 2024. So be the best you, be the best you can be. And whatever you are going to be, be the very best at it. And accept who you are. Love yourself and accept that you are who you are. And the only responsibility that you have to yourself is becoming the best version of yourself so I will wrap it up with that it's hard to follow dr. King but in observation um, of his of his birthday it, it is January 15th and we um, wanted to have uh, or wanted you to have the opportunity to listen to some of his amazing words so I will end like I always do every episode this has been episode 81. We'll be back next month, hopefully with a guest in February uh, with another podcast. But I'll end the same way I always do. 
please take care of yourself, love yourself, love your little me, and remember they need you more than you can imagine. So until next time, in the words of Dr. Martin Luther King, love yourself, accept yourself, take care, and until next time, bye for now. First to fight for the right and to build the nation's might and the army was rolling along. Out of all we have done fighting till the battle's won and the army was rolling along. And it's high, high day, the army's on its way. Galloping cages out its